welcome to the Christmas podcast with your hosts, Tim and Matt. Compliments of the season to you. 2020 has been some year, hey? We've brought you 41 podcasts along the way, so sit back and relax as Matt Holiday and I talk you through some of our highlights of the year and maybe a little bit of what's in store for 2021. Welcome in to the weekly check-in podcast, a special edition coming to you, uh, broadcasting or recording at least, on the 23rd of December. Fantastic to have with me uh, the wonderful, magnificent Matt Holiday to, uh, to help guide us through you know, some thoughts, reflections, some highlights of uh, 2020 in the podcast. Matt, how are you? Hi, Tim. Very well, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm really, really good. Uh, this is the, the last day of work for me, um, but hey, we can't really call this work. This is an absolute pleasure bringing the podcast each week um, and really looking forward to spending some time with you today, um, chewing the fat. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's a pleasure. On Christmas Eve Eve, I think it is today, isn't it? Indeed. Uh, amazing to think this is episode 42 as well. It's been going for, for some months now. It's brilliant. Ah, it has, it has. And uh, we we deployed pretty quickly after after lockdown. I think March 31 was uh, was the very first episode. And who could forget the uh, enigmatic John Carroll started it off. Shall we have a, have a, have a listen to, to part of episode one? I think um, the, the once a day uh, family walk has now become uh, the uh, the root the root of the Carroll the Carroll family, whereby we're all out in in the uh, in the afternoon for a, for a walk together. Um, a couple of other things though, which which I'm trying to do, and I've become a steps addict, Tim. So I've got on yes. my microphone. I'm trying to get the magic ten thousand. If I can beat fifteen thousand, then I'm a legend. Now now beforehand. It was easy. You could you could you know get off a few a few stops uh, a few stops before your final stop on the tube. It's much harder now. So a few things I'm doing. One is that I'm trying to in the morning. Uh, I basically in the in the weekends particularly I, I get my economist uh, and I get the audio uh, down and I'm just walking up and down the stairs. So I have some stairs here, up and down those stairs, listening to it. Uh, most of the family thinks I'm crazy when I'm doing it, but I'm getting up my steps, which is the key thing. Um, and then I'm, nice. I'm opening up to new and crazy things. So I have a 16-year-old daughter, uh, and two weeks ago, she's got me onto this TikTok app. You know, That's fantastic and amazing to think at that point. We were only one week into lockdown. I remember myself thinking this would probably be a three- or four-week endeavour, and life would have come back to normal. Um, never in my wildest dreams did I think the rest of the year was going to pan out, pan out how it did. And I probably would be quite keen to see those tiktok videos actually of john <laughs> i'd uh, i joined i joined the app to see that for sure um what do you remember tim back at that time back in march what what were you anticipating for the rest of the year there and i guess christmas is always a good time to look back isn't it i wonder how that's really matched expectations ah uh, that's a that's a real tricky one matt i mean it was as you say, you know, two or three weeks out, maybe max, and then we'll be back to to life as usual. Um, I mean, early on, from a from a work uh, perspective, it was yeah, there's a big change happening, so so well being is going to be front and center, and we need to deploy and activate some of the the skills that we have in house to um, enable that. Of which one was indeed this 
very podcast that um, I know we had been thinking about maybe six months uh, before then and you know, for various reasons hadn't got it off the ground, but um, we're able to. Um, I mean, so di- so difficult for, for so many, in so many different ways, um, I guess in a personal, in, in, a, in a personal work um, note, I know you were deployed into, into another team and others within the team sort of um, had, uh, had, um, other challenges and things so it was a real team effort about getting um, business managers in, involved in a, in a little working group together and, and just being able to pull together some um, some activities and uh, it started to, to gain a little bit of a rhythm um, in terms of well-being newsletters and working well sessions and podcasts and, and it seemed to be well received and so looking back um, there's a lot to be proud of um, from you know, the, the stuff that we've, we've delivered uh, but it's certainly been a a real fantastic team effort throughout and uh, obviously uh, this podcast has almost been a, a nice little um, sort of reflective of it isn't it in the sense that you know we've had the, uh, the senior senior leaders really supporting all the things that we've been doing and it's been fantastic and a lot of these podcasts opening up about their own experience their own families and things and we've got to I mean <laughs> ironically despite the fact that we're all you know, working remotely and seeing each other through computer screens, maybe in many ways become closer over the course of the year. So, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a ramble there, Matt. But um, yeah, it's a, it's 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 a, it's a really interesting one. Yeah, and I I couldn't agree more with bits that you said in there. I, I remember in March, April, absolutely the same thing where people were pulling together with various different challenges that faced them uniquely, but that common purpose we had both on the people side, which was fantastic, but also, yeah, when I was, I was working in the hotels team and actually every single team that that team was in touch with, whether it was risk teams, middle office teams and the product teams, everyone was really banding together and actually as crazy and frantic as it all was, it was actually a fantastic period in terms of, of the why and that common purpose. It was excellent. Yeah. Cracking question, Matt. Cracking question. And uh, if I may say so myself, I think I've asked quite a few good questions on the on the podcast, one of which when we were sort of in that height of that first lockdown was I was really curious to get a sort of insight into um, you know what a, what a dream day might look like in uh, lockdown. And um, I think perhaps the uh, one of the most interesting answers, um, he certainly put a lot of thought into it, um, would have been Ian Boots. Should we have a listen? Absolutely. Well, I guess to start off, I'd get up extremely early, and this might sound a bit twee, but, um, you know, I'd get the family together, throw them in the car, you know, drive up to see my parents, who've been in lockdown for probably nearly two and a half months now, I'd pick up my father-in-law, who was recently widowed, um, immediately get, get, get home, set up a barbecue in the garden, and then... I'd... Wow, what a jam-packed start to the day that was, and... I commend Ian for wanting to spend his first day out of lockdown with his father-in-law as well. That, um, that he's a, he's a much better man than I am. That's for sure. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? I guess we all have individual dream days. I know what mine would, would look like. Um, what would the world look like for you, Tim, down in Twickenham? What would your dream day be when lockdown finished? Ah, uh, well, I mean, I get to get to sometimes live elements of my, my dream day. Uh, running is something I'm very passionate about. Richmond Park's not too far away, so would definitely involve a, a cheeky lap around Richmond Park, um, perhaps meeting the family um, at the end of the run in Richmond Park and doing you know, some, some family stuff and 
just hanging out for a little bit. Um, but then I guess the, 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 the fantasy science fiction world comes into play after that. Um, what would be great in the, the latter part of the afternoon, perhaps getting a, a, a babysitter in, um, heading out into, into London town. Wow, that would be amazing. Um, meeting up with some some friends and, and having a, well, there's actually this bar and don't think it exists any well anymore in in Holborn where you used to be able to this is in the old days you'd take your iPod in and um, if you were sort of first in or no, no one had uh, taken it over already you could sort of uh, take over the, the sound system um, so we'd go in there and I'd play some uh, some of uh, my favourite tunes uh, mainly revolving around uh, indie alternative rock nineties and uh, and noughties. Uh, and then um, probably say farewell to, to friends around eight. And maybe the, the wife and I would go off to a, a gig to finish the, the night off. And uh, that would be a really nice day. Bit of bit of food involved in well, as well along the, along the way. Um, but um, yeah, unfortunately, the reality of that is uh, it's, it's not quite available just yet. But fingers crossed, summer next year. Back when we're out of tier four, that'll be the way. That, um, that sounds like a cool bar that will be in if you manage to take over the jukebox. Um, if yeah. a little bonus question maybe but if you had your pick then of bands past and present who would you go and see at that gig oh, um, bands past or present uh, the Smiths the Smiths would be they're never going to get back together um, but uh, they would be a band that I'd like to see probably only really like to see them in the 80s they're very old now so uh, don't you'd never relive and I was very young when they were doing when they were in their prime. But uh, I think the Smiths at their best would be pretty cool seeing them live. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That sounds perfect. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm intrigued to see what the rest of Ian's day has in store. I take my father and father-in-law down to my local uh, ex cricket club, Penwitham Cricket Club, for a pint of mild, and I'd watch the boys play cricket before then going on to watch Preston North End hopefully beat a big team like Leeds at Deepdale, and then I'd come back, finish the barbecue with the family, and then I'd probably go out with some of my best friends to Lytham, Lytham St. Anne's. Um... Seems the jam-packed day continues for Ian, actually, and I, uh, I have to say, I quite like the sound of being able to go to a, a busy cricket club for a quiet drink um, at lunchtime. That's it's something I definitely miss as well, to be fair. Um it's funny as well. I remember his podcast at the time and in thinking about some of those positive habits he was talking about. I think Ian bought a Peloton and he was doing a bit of personal training up to three times a day, which was very good going, I thought at the time. Um, but there's definitely a lot of things that lockdown gave us time for, I suppose, that we never had before. And I guess there's opportunity for that again now. Did you find that yourself, Tim? Was there anything that you were able to focus on, any positive habits you built? that you never had time for before yeah i guess especially in the in the warm summer uh was getting a lot of a lot more running in um than i, than I had previous uh, which was good um but i guess I, I as a result sustained an injury um but in terms of some of those positive habits uh a lot of my coaching conversations um are now done via phone so if i do have the opportunity to step out um, for a walk, I will do that, walk and talk. Um, I think that's a really important thing. Um, other things that I've sort of adopted and I really want to build on it, I've only sort of come to it quite late in the piece, and I know I featured it in one of the wellbeing newsletters recently, um, is sort of really knowing when I'm at my best during the day. Um, so, for example, I 
produce the well-being newsletter every week. I'm generally at my best really early. So I will get up very, very early, literally sort of 5, 5.30 when the house is very quiet and just you know, have a really concentrated period of 90 minutes and get a lot done. Um, it would probably take me three hours in, in the afternoon if I was to do it. And just sort of understanding and, and working out when the the body clock aligns with um, my productivity. And that's something I really want to explore, but also you know, share some of those ideas going into into the new year. Another habit you'll remember, Matt, way back at the start of the year, I was on the on the one plus a day, uh, one press up, um, one sit up uh, a day. I, I got up to fifty um, in terms of that. So by day fifty, we're talking mid Feb. I did fifty press ups and and fifty uh, sit ups. Oh, um, let's put it out. Let's put it out there on the podcast. Let's go for a hundred. Hundred and twenty twenty one starting Jan one. The one up one plus a day challenge. Um, so we'll, we'll see see how we go with that. But um, yeah, certainly been a, an opportunity to try some 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 new habits. I, I like the boldness of the commitment there as well for all to hear Tim's New Year's resolution. That would be that would be good going. A hundred. Look forward to hearing your progress on that. Yeah. Cheers. Maybe I'll commit to the same thing, Tim. But whilst yours is um, is active and all around quite interesting, I was thinking one of my New Year's resolutions would be to take a few samples from the recommendations that have come through from a couple of reads from this podcast and and uh, see if I can maybe do 10 bucks in the same time it will take you to do 100 press-ups. Um, far less athletic and, and hopefully a little bit easier <laughs> to achieve. Um, one thing we've never heard from, though, is, is the man behind the questions, Mr. Prendergast himself, and and hear about some of your recommendations. Oh, brilliant. Well, yeah, let's 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 have a look. So I'd go top five series that I've seen in, in 2020. Uh, so if anyone's wanting something to, to watch over the next few days top, and, and at number five, uh, it's quite an old one. It's, uh, it's a little bit gruesome. Um, the Fall. I'm not sure if you saw that, Matt, uh, based in Belfast about a, a strangler. Horrible. Um, but investigation very horrible, but very gripping, um, I think. Uh, and at number four, uh, I'm going to go with Billions. Uh, I think we had Series 8 this year. Um, so if anyone hasn't discovered Billions, um, then uh, there's, there's a lot lot to get stuck into. Um, the Undoing, which was a recent series uh, starring Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant, another murder mystery. Um, but uh, I, I really enjoyed that as well. Um, actually, I've gone with, uh, in at number two... Um, was it Hating Susie? Hate. Or oh, I Hate Susie? I Hate Susie with Billy Piper. Yeah. It's quite an interesting uh, interesting one. She sort of plays a character that's very akin to um, to herself yeah. and um, sort of the trials and tribulations. And then at number one, actually, uh, John Carroll recommended it in the very first episode of our podcast series, Succession. Two series and, uh, yeah, can't wait for series three. Um, yeah, brilliant. Not sure if you've seen Succession, Matt. I haven't. That's one on my list. That'll be worth having a go, I think, when when the uh, evenings are still drawing in in January and February. Yeah. Indeed. Haven't haven't touched sport, um, but goes without saying. I think the most recommended um, on our podcast on our podcast would have been The Last Dance, um, the Michael yeah. Jordan documentary, uh, All or Nothing. I watched the the all black version of that. Um, Haley Rindel had a great book recommendation. Should we have yes, a to it? definitely. Let's hear it. Um, I've got a book on the go at the moment as well, which is called uh, but it exposes data 
bias uh, in a world that's designed for men. Um, the impact of that on the everyday lives of women and girls. So it's a good read for anybody, for any gender. Um, so I'm planning to give it the kids once I've finished it as a bit of extra home. Yeah, and I'm not sure they'll appreciate it either. <laughs> Um, I think you might have just put out when you told us the title. It sounds very interesting. What was the title? It's called Invisible. Awesome. And Invisible Woman. Invisible Woman is the name of that book, Matt. I know that that's going to be on your uh, team. Absolutely. Read, yeah, right? it sounds an interesting read, that one. It does. It does. And, uh, I mean, the technology has, I mean, the coming to terms with the, the, the Anchor app and, and the technology has been difficult. The Wi-Fi has sometimes been a little bit sporadic and sometimes our guests have had some, some unexpected visitors. Uh, check this out. It is the weekly check-in podcast, but doing things slightly differently this week. Weekly check-in podcast becomes daily, as you are all aware. Actually, I'm just going to, there's a bit of background noise there. Is that, um, sorry, I might just start again. Now it's gone nice and quiet. Was that me? All right. Are we, sorry, are we all good to go? I think that might have been my dog's tail. <laughs> no sorry. Sorry. That's all right. I mean, if that happens a bit of way through, don't worry about it. I just thought it's not really just starting. We'll just, um, oh gosh. It's just a big kind <laughs> of noise coming through. It's actually my dog's tail. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Give, give me two seconds. Let me lock her out. Honey, out. Hannah Sutton there with uh, her dog's tail wagging and making uh, uncomfortable noises before the start of our recording on diversity and inclusion a few weeks ago. But when the technology has worked, there has been some absolute gold. Let's go back to Ian Boot and his dream day. Uh, for the festival, they have a music festival there. Uh, I have a nice Italian meal in a restaurant, Spargo's. And then I'd walk onto the sort of the green on the shoreline uh, for a concert and watch my all-time favourite band, The Who. Um, so, so that that would probably be my uh, be my Carlsberg or my perfect day, which uh, I would I would do and I will do when when things normalise. It does say, and this is the third time I've probably said this in this podcast now, but Ian's day does sound fantastic. I am, uh, I am in awe and hopefully he can live that at some point in 2021. Um, I have to say, and it's a bit of a self-plug here, I suppose, Tim, but I, I remember being lucky enough to feature with you, I think probably back in September, alongside Harriet Mitchell and Ollie Golding doing a bit of a sports special. And as well as getting to, getting to talk on the podcast, it was actually a bit of an education for me. Um, and I remember Harriet's tip around goal setting that really lives with me. And I don't know if you can pull out the archive, but it's definitely one we should listen to. Uh, without doubt, inspirational. Let's have a listen now. Yeah, so one of the things that I always I always look to to go to is, is sort of a goal, a goal process is outcome performance, performance and process. Um, and I always think that it, you, you take your outcome goal, which often you can't decide for yourself, i.e., you want to win the tournament or you've got a certain target to hit. Um, you can set performance goals but to sort of 
as as performance targets halfway through but then you also set your process goals and you can apply those process goals which are the small minutiae to what you're going to do each day and, and you add those process goals up to hit a performance goal and, and you can apply that process to feedback so if you get some constructed feedback on a piece of work you can add that to your process goal list and then work towards it and it's something that always helps me move constantly move forward even when you feel like you're moving back awesome yeah that was a really insightful podcast all up but some some real inspiration there from from harriet and something i think we can all take in to consideration as we move into 2021 the last five weeks uh, we've done sort of a christmas special bringing back five uh, of our of our guests from from previous episodes and uh, i think john carroll sort of uh, summed up when I asked him about looking into the crystal ball for 2021. Um, you know, some, some wise words from him. Well, 2021, Tim, can't be worse than 2020. That's the great thing. When I, I'm going to make a big statement there. It can't be worse. It's amazing, the timing of that uh, podcast, Tim, being only two weeks ago to the day and thinking 2021 cannot be worse than 2020. And yet, only two weeks later, we find ourselves with new virus variants, hard Brexits, chock-a-block ports, and uh, a very different Christmas for many people. But let's hope he's right. Hey? And let's hope the, uh, the start of next year brings something, something a bit more positive. Indeed, indeed. And uh, it will. Uh, the one thing that is certain for, for next year is that these podcasts will, will continue. And uh, as you reminded us, um, we are into episode 42. And uh, believe it or not, Matt, we do have uh, some fans. In fact, over the, over the, the 40, almost 42 episodes, we've almost had 3,000 listens collectively, which is, is pretty cool. Uh, but we do have some fans and uh, one of them has, has left us a message. So let's have a listen to that. Hi, Tim. It's the other Tim here. Uh, hello, everyone. Great to, to be able to say hi to you. Look, uh, once again, a massive thank you for all of these podcasts. I really love listening to them uh, on a Friday or, or a weekend. It's a really nice way to end the week and just hear what's on people's minds and, and get some tips and so on. So I've really enjoyed it. Looking forward to seeing how you take it forward into 2021 and, and, and innovate again and make it as relevant as we can. So, so well done for keeping it relevant and live and, and progressing. So looking forward to that. And look, last word from me, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Um, you know, as we've said many times now, it's been a stupendous year by everybody. So impressed, so proud, so grateful. Uh, well done, all of you. And please now take a take a break, put your feet up, uh, do different things. Don't send emails unless we really, really have to. And, uh, you know, come back firing for 2021. So well done, everyone. Thanks again. And, and back to you, Tim, for what is a brilliant initiative. Well done. Wow. Yeah, absolutely brilliant there. Nice Christmas message at the end. And I guess it would only be fair, Tim, on the 23rd of December, to ask the man behind the questions of the podcast of this year um, and the man, I guess, who's asked on the previous five podcasts, I think, if I've got that right, various leaders, what their Christmas plans are. But despite all the change that's happened in the last week or so, um, what does Christmas look like in the Prendergast household this year? 
Well, there's only one real change to, to what our normal plans might have been, Matt, and um, that's the uh, the hunt uh, tomorrow. We'd, we'd usually kick off with a, a little excursion, maybe down to Chinatown. There's a nice little place in Bayswater. Um, Christmas tradition, uh, weirdly, in, in my household for the last 15 years, is to get a, a whole duck, um, and uh, that originated from living in an apartment above a, a, a Hong Kong restaurant many, many, many years ago. Um, but uh, it's become a tradition and uh, tomorrow we will be ordering that in um, to go alongside, again, sort of bucking from the, the traditional British Christmas. Um, we'll have a, a nice roast New Zealand lamb um, being being cooked and uh, plenty of festivities. Morning is, uh, is a lot of <laughs> business as usual. Zoom and uh, zooming back to uh, Australia and New Zealand, where my and my wife's uh, family uh, are still residing, um, and then very much the the afternoon uh, is is the nuclear family. Um, my wife and, and Finn and Will, um, yeah, lots of food. Uh, there'll be a cheeky run and a family walk thrown in there, um, pretty low key, um, but with those that are that are closest to us. So um, yeah, should be a great that day. That sounds fantastic, Tim. Yeah, and I hope I do hope you and the family all managed to have a great Christmas. Doesn't sound like too much will change, which is fortunate. Um, and a bit of New Zealand lamb instead of a duck is, is not always a bad thing. That sounds great. I'm looking forward to some more of these podcasts next year as well. Yes, indeed. Well, Matt, thank you so much for co-hosting. Uh, well, you've really hosted. You've been asking me a lot of questions. It's, uh, it's the, the hunter has become the hunted. Um, but uh, it's been fantastic to, to catch up. And, uh, well, yes, we will look forward to episode 43, January the 8th, I believe this will be dropping. Um, and we have Tim Hinton coming back um, to uh, let us know how his holiday season's been. So very much looking forward to that Fantastic. Absolute pleasure, Tim. Thanks a lot and have a great Christmas. Thank you, Matt. Brilliant job in the hot seat. It's been lovely to sit metaphorically beside you for the last 20 minutes or so and uh, pull together some of those best bits of uh, 2020 and um, also answer some of your questions as well. Thank you also to all of our contributors this year. We've had 40 plus guests uh, attend and uh, share with us many uh, amazing things some great and very rich content that is set to continue into 2021 as well also a big shout out um, to someone behind the scenes my dear wife lisa who is the brains in the editing room and is able to pull this all magically together uh, on my behalf so thank you so much for all of that as well hey listeners thank you too all the very best again for the festive season and we look forward to reconnecting again in 2021 take care of yourselves and bye-bye for now take care